Hiya, and welcome to the Full-Time Artist Podcast with me, your host, artist and creative mentor, Nick Everest. This potty is here for all of you creative humans who are wanting to build your creative practice into a life of abundance, ease, and where you can work your passion full-time. Over the past five years, I've built a thriving creative career where I'm now earning more than I ever did in my muggle job as a physiotherapist. I am now helping other amazing creatives turning their passion into their full-time job using my signature framework, The Thriving Artist Method. In this podcast, we look behind the scenes of how I've built my creative career and talk with amazing guests who will help you build yours too. If you're a driven, creative human, you are definitely in the right place. Let's get started. Welcome back to the Full-Time Artist Podcast. As always, I'm so stoked to be here in your earbuds <laughs> with you during your day with whatever you're up to today. I hope that whatever you're doing, you are taking steps towards your creative practice today and building your amazing creative business. Today's episode is something that is so vital for building a full-time creative career for being able to take that leap from your job into a full-time artist or even just building a consistent creative business and that is building a consistent income. Now something that comes along with the starving artist narrative is the idea that artists will sporadically make sales and therefore have an income that goes you know like a roller coaster, really high one month or one week, then nothing the next, and that that is just the way that it works with creative work. And I want to, I guess, debunk this theory further. I want to debunk every single misconception that goes into this whole starving artist narrative because it is absolutely possible to build a thriving creative career from your beautiful creations from your art and this is just one of the aspects that I find really frustrating because when I first started my creative career this is something I really really fed into I was like okay anytime I sell a collection of work I'm going to have to really save up that income so that it, it can fuel me for the months where I make no sales and I really fed into the idea that it's impossible to make a consistent income through your creative work and through the work I've done over the years through having my own business mentors my own creative mentors I've realized that that just simply isn't the case that you can build a creative business that builds you consistent income you just have to know the right ways to do it yeah So today we're going to talk about three key strategies to build a consistent income in 2023. I want to preface this by saying that these aren't the only strategies. These are just three really key ones that if you take into account, you start incorporating right now and consistently incorporate these throughout the year, then you will see a more consistent uh, stream. um, What am I trying to say? a more consistent theme of selling your work and less of that sporadic nature, right? So maybe you are selling your beautiful creations. Maybe you've, you know, started having some sporadic sales or even just started having some sporadic interest in your work, um, but you feel like you just can't gain momentum. You feel like you maybe make a sale one month and then none the next. Um, It's really unclear why this is happening. It's frustrating because 
The truth is without a consistent income, you can't get to that next level, right? You can't get to that um, dropping to a part-time work of your other work or or um, jumping into full-time creative work unless you have a consistent income in your business, yeah? And there will always become a time where you have to take that leap, where there is a little bit of a leap of faith, a bit, bit of trust in yourself to know that by dropping the other work that you do or by finding more time for your creative business, you are going to build more of that income that is going to sustain your life. That's true with any business. There's always a a point where you need to take a leap. But if you are using your art as a side hustle at the minute or you are fueling your income through a different part-time job and your aim is to move across to full-time work or increase your creative work or whatever it is, if you can build that consistent income, then that's going to give you so much more confidence to take that leap. Yeah, that's going to make you have so much more trust in yourself and faith in the process that when you do take that leap, you are going to continue to build on that income. Right. So the three key strategy strategies that I want to talk today about, which, again, I preface that these are not the only key. Uh, the only strategies for building a consistent income. These are just three really, really important ones. And the first one, the number one um, important strategy to remember is that you can't expect your audience to show up for you if you aren't showing up for them. And I first heard this quote from the wonderful Taryn from The Social Belt when she was on this podcast. You can scroll back and listen to the episode we had together. It was epic, amazing. And when she said this, it really hit me that that is such a simple and clear way to think about it, is that if you're not showing up on social media on or having those conversations in your real life about your creative work, if you're not showing up for the people that you want to support you, how are they going to support you? <laughs> how are they going to know um, where to buy your work, how to buy your work, how to work with you if you're not showing up for them, Right. And that just, the, the way she said that just really, I don't know, made it really clear to me that the sporadic nature that I sometimes get into in my business, which I still get into today, but I'm a hell of a lot better than I used to be, of showing up online really directly coincides with how many sales I'm making and how my business is looking, right? So when I'm static, stagnant, not showing up online, not putting any effort into my social media, not getting out and networking with people, then in my business, my sales are down. And then as soon as I'm showing up online, advertising or marketing what I've got available, talking about my commission wait list, you know, being consistent and showing up, my sales immediately go up. So being consistently visible is going to do wonders for your creative business. And you can't expect people to show up for you if you're not showing up for them. It's a two-way street, right? So I feel like if you've got that attitude of, I hate social media, it's a grind, I'm an artist, not a content creator, all of those vibes, that's totally fine and I understand it. But unless you flip that mentality a little and look at at platforms like social media as a way in which you can build a thriving creative business right 
and be grateful for the opportunities that it does present. And I know there's some icky parts of it and I totally get that. But the more we can really flip that mentality to be to um, be grateful for this tool that we can use to reach our audience and collectors directly, then we're just not going to show up consistently because we're going to get frustrated and annoyed by it and resentful of it. But let's show up and be like, hey, I can tell my collectors about this new work I've got. How cool is that? I can, you know, post about it detailed pictures of it and then a picture of it in its space and I can talk to them about my inspiration and how cool is that that I've got this tool where I can do that where historically as creatives we would have had to go to a third party physical space like a gallery or get in there and them to do that work now we can reach our audience directly and the benefit of that is that we they can get to know us they can get to know us our ideas our creations they can really fall in love with our work and become repeat collectors and then become epic supporters who share about us and talk about us. You get what I'm saying here, right? So just remember that if you are not showing up for your audience, you cannot expect them to show up with you. And that means consistently showing up, whatever that means for you, whether that's, you know, a few times a week, whether that's, you know, 10 times a week, that's a, that's a lot, you know what I mean? But whatever it is, just getting consistent in that process is going to be a game changer for your, um, for your business. Yeah. So consistently showing up, being visible so that they know what work you have, they know what's available. And as I touched on in last week's podcast about email lists is building a connection with your audience so that you're not just using these platforms, these third-party platforms, but you're getting them in your own community, uh, like an email list where you can contact them directly and be consistent in uh, chatting with them, letting them know what you're up to and being visible and front of mind for them so that when an opportunity comes up where they do need a creative work, they've got your work fresh in their mind and they're more likely to purchase from you, right? So that is number one. Okay, number two is really, really simple, but so often overlooked. Is it obvious how your audience can work with you slash buy from you? Now, that seems super, like, (laughs) super simple and super like, ah, duh, Nick. But so often you go to someone's creative page and they'll have heaps of creative work, but you don't really know what's available. You don't really know if they're prints or originals. You don't really know how to um, purchase from them. Like, yeah, they might have a website, but they don't really talk about their website. They don't direct you to it. You get to their website and it's really clunky and not really clear um, where to go or, you know, what, uh, what, they have available, whether, like I said, they have commissions or um, originals or prints or jewelry or candles, or they don't, you just don't know what, where to go and what to buy. Right. And the thing is, is that especially this day and age with social media, with the internet, people are just scrolling. They're just, they're just quickly looking through things. They are They need things that grab their attention and that are simple steps to follow. So if you do use social media and you've got like that shop now link or you you can direct people straight to your website through your stories where they just click a link, try and think of really simple ways that you can direct people into your website, into the, the shop now feature so that they don't have to fluff around and try and figure it out because 
realistically, there's so much going on in people's lives that they just want simplicity. And if they see something, they want to buy it. They just want to click a button. There they are. They can buy it. They don't want to have to, you know, fuss around. Then they'll say, oh, I'll get it later. And then they forget about it. Right. So try and make things as simple and clear as possible. So something, um, a few things that I mentioned there is, um, putting links in as much as you can, a shock now feature on your pictures, uh, links in your stories, having Instagram highlights of things that are available, um, having folders on Facebook or putting the link actually in your Facebook post. I can't even tell you how many sales I've made simply by putting the product link in my Facebook post and people can just click on it straight away. Um, have a consistent way of letting your audience know what's available, whether that's a weekly story showing, you know, website updates or um, scrolling through your available work or going through prints or whatever it is. And putting, this is something that I've learned recently and I actually haven't done this yet, but I really want to. (laughs) Um, But advice that I've been given, which I think is really um, valuable advice too, is a lot of people these days have, a link tree page or like a home page that people go to from their Instagram bio so that they, the link they click on takes them to multiple links. And what we're finding or what researchers, marketers are sort of coming out and saying at the minute is that even that having the multiple choices of those links is becoming a little bit too much for people. So if you're really, really marketing your commissions that week or really, really marketing your prints, just pop your link to your prints in, in your Instagram link in so that it's super, super easy. They can just click on that and they can get to your prints, right? And sure, you can have from that, that prints page on your website, they can then go and explore other things. But if you're really, really marketing your prints that week, then if they go to their link tree and there's heaps of different options, it can just get confusing. So just making it as simple as possible for people to know how to work with you is just absolutely going to be a game changer and if you don't have a website yet if you don't if you're not you know at that stage then as simple as saying on your posts this artwork's available dm me to purchase making it so clear that your artwork that you're talking about is available it's ready to purchase i can ship anywhere in australia like as simple and silly as that might sound giving that information consistently, you are going to immediately see a growth in your sales, right? And the same thing with your email list. When you're sending out those consistent emails, which is what we talked about in step one, you can't show up for your audience unless you're showing up for them. So when you're consistently sending those emails, making sure you're putting in your links into those emails. So, you know, your pictures that you're putting in of your artwork, they can click that link, go straight to that product page. Make it super simple for people to purchase from you and to work with you so that they're not having to question, is that for sale? I'm not sure, right? Game changer. All right. And then the third step is messaging. So I've talked about this a little bit in last week's episode. I've talked about this online if you've been following along at social media, but messaging is everything, which is the free challenge that I'm running next week. If you haven't signed up, please do. I'm so excited. We've got a bunch of people already signed up. It's going to be epic. It's free. Did I mention that? And it goes over three days, recorded videos, so you can watch in your own time. But 
this key strategy here is messaging. So sure, your artwork might be beautiful, stunning, the best thing ever, right? But if people don't understand the artwork, aren't, aren't um, don't know the history behind it, don't know the story behind it, don't know the, you know, why you painted this artwork, then you're sort of searching for that needle in a haystack client who has, you know, a few thousand dollars set aside for art, who will seize a pretty thing and was like, I want that pretty thing on my wall. And that's as far as it goes, right? And that is, that does happen. I'm not saying that doesn't happen, but it really is a small market of people who are just happy to drop a lot of money for a pretty thing, right? What people are more likely to do, and we're seeing this more and more in the creative space, but in general, is people are wanting unique, like meaningful, customizable creations. Yeah. So I'm not saying that you have to then go down the, the road of commission pieces. What I'm saying here is that if you've got an artwork and you share the meaning behind it and you give it a name that has a meaning, that there's multiple points where someone can connect with it, that it's not just a pretty thing, right? It now has an added layer of meaning that they can connect to, right? It now has an added layer of the story behind it. And it doesn't have to, I'll give you a quick example. On the weekend, I, uh, had an artwork in an exhibition and I was talking to someone who, you know, a um, potential customer to someone who had was at the opening night and they were saying how much they loved the artwork, how they were just really drawn to it. They were asking me questions about it. And, you know, I was going into, you know, the reasons why I painted that artwork. It was called, um, see beyond what is right in front of us. And I just, I loved the idea of when I'm creating my work, that yes, you know, there is, I, it was a, it's a tree of like a close up tree trunk and then it has all the greenery in behind it and it's all really detailed and dense and beautiful. And the re the idea of this piece was that you see the tree trunk initially and you're like, wow, that's cool. I love that. But then when you explore the painting more, you see all the fine details. And in my mind, it's a little reminder to encourage people to just not take a quick look out the window when they're driving or when they're on a walk, but actually have a look at all the the details of that, the environment around them, all the little little bits, because when we do that, we get really mindful. We get we take we slow down and that mindfulness and that taking in the details actually allows us to be really present and appreciate the world a little more and slow down our sometimes really busy lives. And that's so good for our soul. So I was, I was explaining this to her and then she then took that meaning that I was giving her and related that to her own life, that this, uh, this view reminded her of her mother's house, of how, you know, the environment around her mother's house and how she, I can't remember exactly what she said, but it was like that when she goes there, she can sit on the porch and slow down and look at the, look at the, um, the landscape around her. And I explained this story that I can't exactly remember if that's what she said, but it was something along those lines. And I share this story because this, sometimes I can, I get the comment that, well, if I share, you know, deeply my meaning of the artwork, doesn't that narrow down who would want to buy the piece even more? 
And my answer to that is no. I think by you sharing the meaning, the inspiration behind the artwork just allows someone else to then insert their own story into that as well, right? Then they can insert their own ideas into what they see when they look at the piece. And I think it just allows people to have that deeper level of connection with your work, which makes them more likely to fall in love and want to take it home. And I've talked about this in this podcast before, but what your messaging does is it sells the value of your work. It doesn't sell the product, if that makes sense. So I'll explain this concept really quickly again, but there's two ways you can sort of um, market your work, which is the product way or the value way. And if you go the product way, where you're just trying to sell the product as many times as you can, um, you know, what can happen in this line is that often people find themselves lowering and lowering and lowering their price in order to make sales, right? Because the truth is there is such a saturation of art out there. There is such a big landscape of um, artwork that people can hang on their walls, creations that they can take home with them. And so if we get into, I'm just pushing this product, like I'm not giving any information about it. This is just what it is then what happens is people tend to decrease the price again and again and again to compete with their competitors so that their artwork gets chosen, right? And they make that sale, yeah? Whereas if you go down the value route, then these people are really selling the value of what their artwork can provide. So in amongst all that saturation of creative work, they're saying what problem my artwork or my creation is solving for my audience. What it, what value is it going to give to their life? When they look at this piece, what are they going to see? What are they going to feel? What's the inspiration behind it? How is it going to improve? You know, when you look at this artwork every day, what's it going to remind you of? How is that going to enhance your life? You know what I mean? So they really sell the value of their product. And what happens there is that the price doesn't even matter then because the value is what gets people across the line to purchase it. The price is secondary. Yeah. And so we want to be making sure with our messaging that we're going down this value route because going down the product route and just lowering and lowering and lowering your prices to, to compete with the, um, the, with, uh, your competitors, I guess you'd call it, but with other creatives that say in this, in this instance, it's not sustainable. You're not going to build a thriving creative business that way. So what the path we want to go down is the value path is really understanding our messaging and making sure that we're communicating it well, we're getting it across so that people have the opportunity to fall in love with our work, to take it home with them, to talk about them with their friends and family, to become repeat collectors. This is the route we want to go down if we're wanting to build a thriving and sustainable creative business, right? So in saying that, this is why this free masterclass that I'm running, or free three-day challenge that I'm running next week, I'm just so excited about because I truly believe that by changing this messaging, by doing this third key strategy that we've talked about today in today's episode, is going to be an absolute game changer for your creative business, right? Because you're not just trying to push the product, push the the um, imagery of your beautiful creations, you're actually giving a deeper insight into your work 
And this is what is going to help connect your audience to your work. So join me. It's absolutely free. I can't say that again, (laughs) but it's a three day challenge each day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, you will get a video to watch. And then I will be jumping live on the Facebook group to answer any questions that you have. Um, sign up. I'll pop the link in the show notes so you can sign up. Um, and I will be sending out emails later this week with a little bit more information about what you receive, but I'm so excited about this. I think getting these strategies down and really committing to them for the, for 2023 is when you're going to start seeing that real growth, right? That's when we, if we're consistently showing up for our audience, they're going to show up for us. If we're making it super clear how they can work with us and super clear how they can buy from us. And if we're showing up with the messaging that is going to really engage our audience and want them to be seeing more of our work and want them to be um, having our work in their homes That's how we're going to convert them into our collectors. So please join me next week, uh, February 14th to 16th for my free three-day challenge. Messaging is everything. Attract, engage, and convert your audience into collectors. I seriously, I'm so excited for this. I haven't run a program, uh, a free challenge like this for at least six months because that's how old Billy is. (laughs) So even longer than that. And yeah, I'm so stoked. I can't wait to be connecting with you all. The link is in uh, the show notes, but if you are wanting to sign up, simply go to nickeverest.com forward slash messaging is everything and you can um, sign up there. Amazing. I hope that these strategies have got you all excited for what's to come in 2023. I am so enjoying being back on this podcast. We have a bunch of awesome uh, interviews and things happening soon. There'll be a few more solo episodes from me, but then those interviews will be dropping. So I can't wait to share those with you. And if you haven't listened to last week's episode about building an email list, I really encourage you to do that because that is an absolute important part of your creative business, especially as we're moving forward in 2023. Okay. That's it from me. Thank you so much for being here. I shall see you next week. Whoa.